Crowder. Hi, welcome back to another hour with Crowder with me, your host Crowder. Like, share, subscribe, and comment. And if you're already a subscriber, go ahead, ding the bell so that you can get all of my latest podcasts every Tuesday. I'm going to get it right, y'all. One of these Tuesdays. <laughs> I know I keep like uploading them late, but it's because I finally, finally got my room together, got my house together, and it is just a lot. Like, y'all don't understand, like, the moving process is, like, crazy. I hate moving, but I move every year. <laughs> I move every year. And, but hopefully this is the last year that I'll have to move. I ain't got to do it no more. And I'm trying to create this vibe. You know, I finally got my futon in. Everything, want to set it up just right. I mean, I'm going to get the camera in, and I mean it this week, you guys. I'm not playing. I just keep having to pay other stuff. And, you know, I don't get paid from this. You know, I actually have a job that I got to work, you know. And then they had me working, like, damn near 70 hours last week. I think I worked, like, 55 hours last week. And (sighs) driving a truck for 12 hours a day plus is just – so taxing on your mind like everybody's like oh well you ain't doing nothing you just sitting around all day no bro it's mental stress bro it is road rage (laughs) yeah like i get stressed out just driving 30 minutes yeah and just imagine if you had to do that all day like i mean yeah i have an advantage because i work overnight and there's not any cars on the road but like my chest starts hurting around six o'clock because anxiety sets in and i know it's gonna be like traffic and people trying to rush to work and mm-hmm. all of that stuff so I'm gonna get the cameras in even if I have to film with the old cameras I will be back visually next Tuesday hopefully the sign I'm getting towards the sign because I want to do like a whole vibe thing I not a vibe I just want to I just want it to be I'm just narcissistic, and I just want my logo in the back of me. So, yeah, I'm looking into someone to do that. Somebody really janky hit me up, and she actually does really nice work, but I'm kind of convinced that she was one of them scamming African people, though. You know? you No, no, no. I'm not even being that way. Everybody knows that if it's an African name on the Facebook, they're going to scam you. You already know. You already know that. I always be like, you need a logo? You'll say you need a logo on Facebook one time and magically them niggas there to ask you with someone else's work. Remember (laughs) when I first started, though? Remember? Yeah, I remember. (laughs) Yeah, it'd be your own people. But (laughs) never mind, man. Let's just go ahead and get into the topics. I know that I'm pretty much kind of a little bit late. With the whole um, Biden bill, the executive bill. It's not even an executive bill, honestly. It's, um, a, they're in talks of giving basically reparations. Everybody's like compensation for their psychological hardship of being separated from their families. That's reparations. That's reparations. <laughs> like, that's what that's I'm saying, reparations. bro. That's exactly <laughs> I mean, if you Am want, I tripping? If you want to call it something else, then why can't we give black people psychological <laughs> repor- what, what was it? What? Psychological compensation for their hardships. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody loves doing word salad. Everybody loves it. Now listen. Love to I'm play not, semantics. I'm not saying that the people that were separated from their families and put in cages don't deserve psychological compensation. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying the people who deserve it the most are not getting it. I'm saying that. So you think that they don't deserve the money? No, because they came over here on their own whim. Uh, slavery, we didn't, we wasn't even messing with them. Well, our ancestors wasn't even messing with them. They came over there and got us. So, no, if you come over here on your own whim, knowing that, knowing like... A lot the, of those people were seeking asylum. Yeah, a lot of them were seeking asylum, but they knew with seeking asylum, it could be a chance that they might not make it over here. They might 
have to deal with border patrol and get locked up. Now, maybe that's a little harsh. It's not that I don't, I don't think that they deserve the money, but I do think that they deserve asylum. I think that they deserve protection. I don't think they deserve no money though. And uh, they weren't immigrants; they were migrants. So, okay, they, they still were, don't. They th- were coming here. Okay, give them the protection to do the due process. Yeah, give them seeking asylum. Yeah, give them the protection. They don't deserve no money though. Okay, what, but, what does that do, have to do, do you with think anything? That they deserve to be put in cages and no, I'm, I'm not saying that those either. Those children are going to be traumatized forever for the rest of their life. I, I don't think that they deserve. I don't think that they deserve either. I don't think that they deserve to be put in cages, and I don't deserve that they. It should have no well, money you literally either. Just said, "What do you expect when you come over here seeking asylum?" N- no, okay. If you're gonna play like the whole refugees, uh, immigrant thing, then okay, yeah. I think so. I I guess let me rephrase it. I don't think that they deserve no money, but I think that they deserve protection. If you come over here seeking asylum, great. Let's help them. But do I think that they deserve $450,000 for coming over here to seek asylum? No. Yeah, that, that, no. that was a little steep on and, the money. But. And, and, and let's not forget our Haitian brothers over there that came over here seeking asylum as well, mm-hmm. and they deported them. So, yeah. no. I mean, if you're going to do one, you got to do the other. And then let's, let's not, not forget about the shit that happened then or what was that place mm-hmm. when he... um. Took all the troops out. Yeah. They had them people on planes. Getting them up out of there. To come over here. So, no. I know. But you know what what it's all about? It's all about populating the the white vote. Not the white vote, but, yeah, just the population of white people. Because on those censorship papers, a lot of Mexicans put white a lot of arabic people put white well nobody that's black can't clearly put white they just can't that's why they're welcoming mexicans over they're welcoming um arabic people over here because they can quickly turn their um censorship paper forms into white it's a kind of a quid pro quo thing hey i let you over here now say, now you vote Democrat now. Remember I let you over here and then I gave you that money? Now you vote Democrat because this is what Democrat is all about. And I'm not capping for Demo- I'm not capping for Republicans either. I don't think that they do a very good job of having out black folks either. If anything, black people need to be sitting this round out. Midterms coming up. Yeah. You voting? You just going to sit it out? Just going to sit it out? I don't know. You're white. So, hey, it is what it is. But I think black folks should be sitting this one out because. That just means that there's going to be more white vote. Look, they depend on the black vote. I don't know if anybody knows this, but every year, what they say last year, get your booties to the polls. All of that, all of that jazz. Getting your, yeah, getting your booties to the polls. And now Cory Booker is coming on the scene and saying, um, Joe Biden has a great black agenda plan for you guys. Just hold the Democrat vote. Obama out here and nigga splaining. Mm. <laughs> talking about, uh, well, we can't fix all of the injustices of black folks, but we can do better, bro. There's not a better racism. There's not better racism. All racism is bad, bro. Just stop acting like you really did something for black people when you was in office for all those years. The only people that you did something for was immigrants and the LBGT community. You didn't give nobody no type of, no black nothing. No black agenda, no nothing. And then if you go and go read, let me see. You go and go read. (laughs) <laughs> the executive order, like this is the 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 black agenda that Biden has for us right here. The executive order on the White House initiative on advancing educational equity, excellent and economy opportunity for black Americans. 
don't that sound like a bunch of bullshit? Just word salad. Just a bu- I almost got tongue tied saying mm-hmm. all of that. But here go one of the policies. I'm not gonna read it in its entirety. I will try to put the link in the description so that y'all can go read it for y'all selves. But just some of this is just, it just sounds like a bunch of word salad. There's no money in it. There's no nothing. It's just nothing. (laughs) But here's one policy, section one policy. Educational opportunity is fundamental elements of the American promise. The United States Supreme Court recognized in 1950. Four, in Brown versus Board of Education, that education is a right which must be made available to all on equal terms. And and be careful with that e- the equal terms because it's not really saying anything for black people. It's just saying we're going to say black people and then just let it benefit everybody else. Let me just read three of them. Increasing general understanding of systemic <laughs> What is that word? Systemic. Systemic, thank you. Causes of educational challenges faced by many black students, whether these students are in urban, suburban, rural, or migrant learning environments, and working across executive departments and agencies to address these challenges. What does that even mean, bruh? What does that mean? So better education, I guess. I mean... AKA no money, no reparations. Let's get to the second one. Increasing black children and families access to particular and high quality early childhood program and services that promote children, healthy development and learning, prepare them for success in schools and affirm their culture identity. No money again, (laughs) no school, not going to give you a school. Just like what, what, what is this? Like, this is this is already stuff that y'all should have been doing in the first place. Yeah. So it's like, what are you talking about? Like, is this the black agenda plan that Cory Booker is telling us to hold the line for Democrats for? Because all I see is a bunch of nothingness and stuff that they already should have been doing in the first place and stuff that has no money in it. No values, no rights. You know, they gave Asian hate crime bill like that. Mm-hmm. They given they considering. Let me let me not, you know, go away from what the article actually said, which I will read in a minute about the Biden consideration of four hundred and fifty thousand dollars per child and four hundred and fifty thousand dollars per parent. That's a million dollars. Where are they getting this money from? First off. Mm, yeah. Let me go to the third one. Um, enhancing school support system and fostering positive encouragement among school, family, community leaders, and community-based organizations to increase the high school graduate and post-secondary attendance rates and decrease the high school dropout rate for black students. What does that what what does that mean? Like, no, seriously, what what is that saying? How are they gonna what are their plans to decrease? The amount of exactly it's not really saying anything. It's mm-hmm. not saying anything. You know when you ask a nigga about like you know, so so where was you at today? Like a nigga to just always cheat on you and shit, and you finally catch him up in his lie. Hey hey babe, where was you at five o'clock? Oh well, this morning I went over there to the job and worked, and then went to the gym and did some leg curls, and then went over to Wendy's and got a faux for faux. And you just the whole time you're wondering like, what does this have to do with anything that happened at five o'clock that I already know about? Mm-hmm. Just tell me what it is that you was doing at five o'clock, just my nigga. Transparent. Exactly. Why do you have to give me the whole run around about where were you at it's at meant, two o'clock and one o'clock? It's meant to give you the run. It's meant to confuse you. It's, it, right there. You just said the word. This is confusion. Because it doesn't say, it doesn't really say anything. They just throw black in there. Mm-hmm. Black, 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 black students, black people, black communities. And say a whole bunch of nothing. And then you say, yeah. And if you're not privy to how the Democrats have been doing us for a really long time, you'll say, see, they do have a black agenda. See, right there, say black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just, at this point, 
Joe Biden has done so little in so and much I, time. And you know what? It's not even Joe Biden. It's like it's just everybody. The, yeah, it's just all the, the presidents. Yeah, like, it's just the administration. It don't matter if they're Democrat or Republican. They, they're all just giving black people the runaround. It's like they can find money for everybody else, but not black people. They found it for the Japanese when Pearl Harbor happened, found it for the Jews when the Holocaust happened, found it for the LBGT community when they was getting killed and everything, gave them a bill, gave Asian help, the Asian hate crime bill. They just did that last year. Mm -hmm. Just last year. It was last year it happened. They passed it this year. <laughs> they could find it for um, immigrants. Oh, by, um, I mean, I called him Obama. Obama, oh Biden, oh Biden, <laughs> oh Biden. Because they, because they are literally the same people. <laughs> like literally, they're the yeah. same people. Honestly, they the <laughs> same people, bro. They do the same thing. They act like they all for black people, and then they get in office, and we get happy, and they give us word salad or nothing burger, basically, you know. And then they found, and now illegal immigrants or refugees. Whatever you want to call it, those people do, those people do not live here. They was they have not been here. They have not went through due process. I'm sorry, and this might sound a little bit insensitive, but they don't deserve that money. They America just keep skipping the line on black people. It was gay people, Asian people, these people, immigrants. The it's like black people like. Excuse me, can I have a side order of reparations with respect? <laughs> whatever, you know, it don't matter if it's large, which, whatever size you can afford. And I'm just tired of it. And, you know, you had them being fucking disgusting last year, talking about you got, let's just start at the very top. <laughs> Biden, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Okay, and guess what? All those black people voted for you, only for you to turn around and tear them a new asshole. <laughs> and they took their black asses out there, voted for you, and you tore them a new black asshole by giving their, basically, their money to migrants, whatever. Then turn around, let's go with Kamala Harris. She just MIA. I ain't even heard I know, her I no more. I haven't heard anything I about even, her. Ever since we fired her ass up about them them um Tims, we ain't seen her no more. Mm -mm. Since since then we she's just MIA. Then you got Cory Booker Booker ball headed self talking about hold the Democrat land because he got a amazing black agenda. Yeah, it's black, all right. It just says the word black in it a thousand times and say nothing, either stuff that they already should have been giving you doing, or it's just a bunch of words together. It's kind of like when people rap fast and they just be rhyming big words together. That's what this is. Yeah, <laughs> that's what this is. And then you turn around and you get Obama um, recently just saying, yeah, I didn't, you know, I didn't solve all of the you know, black issues when I was in office, but I made it better. <sighs> the only thing that honestly I can say at this point, because I've pretty much I've changed my mind about like voting and like getting off of, oh, y'all shouldn't be voting because they don't do nothing anyways. If you're going to vote solely focus on local politics, don't even go out to the That's presidential all the that matter anyway, because if you know anything about politics, then you know that, when when you're voting for the president, you're not voting. You you're putting in a vote, but somebody's voting for you. Yeah. They're called um what are those what are they called? Electoral votes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And when you do local politics, you get to vote who's the chief in command. You get to vote who's the judges, who's the marshals. You get to vote all that. The only reason why I feel like politics don't matter is because anybody's corruptible. From the highest level to the lowest level. They're That's all why you got to do your research. Yeah, they're all corruptible. But then once you start scratching the surface and scratch to the white meat show, you just soon figure out that all these motherfuckers have played a part in corruption in some type of way.
All of them. So it's like, who who do you vote for? The lesser of two evils? We see what we got what what got us here now. People voting the lesser of two evils. People thought Trump was bad. It's not like that when you do local politics though. I think that exactly it's exactly like that at a at a It's not. Well, I wouldn't say it it is totally is because most of those people are just getting into politics, so they still kinda got a chance. Mm-hmm. But it's like a long time ago, everybody loved Greg Abbott. He was Texas man for a really long time. And now uh, nobody likes him. I've never heard anybody liking Greg Abbott, but I mean, only Republicans like Greg Abbott. And it's always been like that. <laughs> and majority of Texans are Republican. So mm. eh. I think most people are in the middle are they vote where their morals lie. No, they vote where their money lies. Yeah, a lot of that, too. I mean, why wouldn't you vote in your interest? Why would you vote against your interest? I wouldn't. Unless it's, like, something that's moral. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only way. Republican politics go against all my morals. That's why I am democratic. I don't think all of them go against your morals because I've been wanting to do this for, and I think that I might do this. I might go out on the street in downtown Dallas one time and um do the policies of each pre- each president that's going to run. Yeah, but so many and, people and, have done that already. Yeah, but I want to do it because it will break people's mindset of I'm a hardcore Democrat or I'm a hardcore Republican and it'll It'll make you see that you're only voting the way that you vote because you've been voting Republican or Democrat for so long. We fall into tribalism really hard and it starts really young because, you know, everybody that I've ever known since I've grown up has been black and black people majorly vote Democrat. But this new age of black people aren't voting they're they're not a Democrat or Republican. They're just voting in their interests. I'm voting for the person that has most of my interests on their list. And that's how politics is supposed to be. It's not supposed to be, I'm just going to vote Democrat every single time because I'm a Democrat and I'm going to vote a Republican every single... No, you vote in your interests and your interests usually change once you get older because you start acquiring things. You start paying taxes you you want to know where your tax money going. You want to know what who's running your schools because now you have kids. You have mortgage. So a lot of those views change. And, I mean, it could go the other way around. You could, you know, be, you know, into a wealthy family, but now they didn't cut you off. And now you got to fend for yourself. So now as you was younger and you had that bundle of money and that, you know, keepsake or whatever, then now you're fending for yourself and you need um, government funding and, you know, government assistance. So now you're going to start voting Democrat now because they're the ones that are kind of more so social, socially progressive and things and want everybody to get a fair share of everything most of the time, which is Republican to say, hey, you know, go out there, go work, do it yourself, you know. Well, uh, like. 80% of America's middle class. <laughs> There's only like 10% of people that are wealthy. My dad was a, a a Republican, but he already owned his house. He already had a bunch of money. He already had, he was already set up for he was being still middle class. Yeah, for, yeah. He was still middle class, but he voted Republican because of, he wanted to know where his taxes was going. Oh, I don't support that. I don't want my tax money going there. I don't want that. That doesn't make you Be- Republican. No, it do- it doesn't make you Republican. But I'm saying, like, when we think about Republican and most of their policies do lie with doing it yourself and taking money out of the system, like government programs, government assistance. Let's be honest. Some of those people that are government assistants don't need to be on government assistance. Mm, maybe like because two that, or three percent of them. I, but I mean, do you want to? Do you really want to take away the no, people no, who actually no, need no, it? You no. want to take away their government assistance just because this one person no, is no? But the system? Um, no, but there's a lot of people that take advantage of the system, and we both we both know that. But let me finish my point though. We know that it's a lot of people that take advantage of the system. 
It's some people that don't even work that we know can work. And that is taking away from people that actually really, really need it. It's a lot of people that when I was on government assistance, you know, that I would, they would ask me, how did you get on government assistance? I, th- and I would be like, oh, I got it on my first try. And then they'd be like, dang, I'm still trying to get on it. And, I, you know, I could work kind of, but, you know, I kind of had like some mental shit going on. So I kind of couldn't, but that could have went towards someone that really couldn't work, like really couldn't work. But here I was on it. And I know a lot of people like that, that take advantage of the system. I, I think partially, and I don't want to say they're fully taking advantage of the system because like I said, like, yeah, you know, I couldn't work because I had mental shit going on with me. Like I was getting fired pretty much from every job that I was going to because of, you know, whatever mental problems I was having, but could I work? Yeah. You know? And then there's someone that's kind of just like disabled for real, for real. And I'm taking money out of the system from, for me, but it's this person that really can't work at all and they need it more than I do. So it's not about taking people that don't need it at all or partially need it. It's about taking people off that can work. So if me with mental problems partially needed, it's somebody I know for sure and a lot of people that, you know, I've come across that I know for sure can work is taking away from that. So it's about getting those people off that's taking advantage well, of there's it levels and putting to it, it on. And when you apply for government assistance, they assess the situation and they determine how much help you need, how much help they're going to help with, and they do all of that. Well, half of the you question. Can't, you can't just act crazy and get money. You can't. Or else I would have government assistance. <sighs> I've already tried. I've tried more than once, and I can't get it. So, yeah, I'm just saying that it's it's easy to manipulate the system. It is very easy that and that not even with just that situation. It's easy to manipulate, you know, food stamps. Well, when, it's easy to manipulate housing. It's easy to manipulate any of those programs when it's they're really giving easy four hundred fifty thousand dollars to migrants. Don't you think we should take advantage of the system? Um, get no. your money where you can? No, I think that those people just shouldn't get the money, and we should allocate that, first of all, to the black community, off back. Second, to the American people, because it just seems like we're always helping some other country out where we don't need to be helping them. This is the same thing that happened with the whole Afghanistan. We was over there for 20 years. For what? They clearly don't want us over here, so let's go home. That's like being in your, you know, your homeboy's house, and he's like, so what y'all finna do? And he said it multiple times. Like, you know, it was cool the first, you know, night when you got drunk and, you know, I didn't want you driving home, but now that didn't turn into a week, and what you finna do? Basically what the Afghan people were saying, what you finna do, bro? or the Taliban or whoever, they clearly didn't want us over there. We should have been gone. We always helping out somebody else and neglecting black Americans, first off, and American people problems. We need to take care of ourselves, but black people first, though, and then everybody else. I just don't understand America, but we have invested interest in other countries because these presidents be having deals set up with other countries and when they get in office then they you know play them as a puppet and they create rules and executive orders and money and all that stuff for everybody else so it ain't just us black people that's getting messed over it's everybody in america you know so i don't know all that whole situation pretty much just gives me kind of salty 450 thousand dollars so yeah, that's crazy. a lot of money that's a million dollars that's a lot of money that's a, bro that's almost half a million dollars that's a million dollars per family they're saying that if your kid and the parent got split up so that means a mama and a son could get split up and that dude could get four hundred and fifty 
hundred. I mean, I wonder how they determine. How did they determine how much money? They oh, were they having? don't. They don't know because they're just considering it. They're just considering it. That's never gonna get passed. I honestly, I hope it don't. And I ain't even being mean. I'm just like, hey, let like. But I feel like if they're gonna let them here and let them do due process, then they need to go get all them Haitians. As well, because y'all didn't do the Haitians like that. Y'all was whipping their ass with whips and shit. Like, it was the 1940s and shit. I didn't hear about that. Bro, you didn't hear? You didn't see about that? Mm-mm. Uh, let me look this up real quick. Boom. Another 8,000 Haitians returned to Mexico out of fear they would be deported to Hades if they... Stayed in the camp. The Mexican government has offered them work permits and flights for those who decided to turn, return to Hades. Um, a week ago, all the ma- migrants had been cleared from the makeshift camps on the Texas side of Rio Grande after the Biden administration deported 5,000 Haitians and more than 12,000 others were sent to federal immigration facilities across the Southwest. Some were released in Del Rio to re- reunite with family members already in the United States until they can get an asylum hearing in immigration court. They could be deported if their asylum claims are unsuccessful. Damn. I didn't even hear about any of that. Bro, let me look up. So are they, are the Haitians not part of this deal that they're trying to do? No. How do you know? Bro, because I didn't already did the research. These is Mexican Americans. So people the money call, the money is only for Mexican Americans. People, kids in cages. Now, if some of those people were um Chile or whatever, black <laughs> people that was in Mexico or whatever, cool. But we all know who they talking about giving the money to. Let me read this little excerpt because and then we're gonna end on this because we already at 35, bro. Let me see. The Biden administration is in talk to offer immigration families that were separated during the Trump administration around 450,000 a person in compensation, according to people familiar with the matter, as several agencies work to resolve lawsuits filed on behalf of parents and children who say the government subjected them to lasting psychological trauma. Okay, who was the kids in cages under Trump presidency? Um, well, I mean, who, who was all them kids? Who was they showing on them films? Don't, don't if if any of the Haitians were in the cages, then that means them too. From Mexico, Haiti is not anywhere near Mexico, bro. Well, that's fucked up. <laughs> Shoot. So it specifically says they have to be from Mexico. Bro, it's a under the Trump administration. That Haitian shit just now happened. Mm. This Mexican, this from, and then from Mexico. Well, I think, didn't the Haitians go to Mexico? Oh, and to then, Chile. And then come from, you know, from Mexico. They... There could be a possibility. I think they came into the United States the, from Mexico. I the, think that's what they're saying. Yeah, that could be a possibility. I didn't think about it like that, but we all seen the man, where's that picture, at, bro? Where that picture at? Look at that. Let me turn the volume off so you could just see it. Now oh. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> but cause she don't she don't believe that these Haitians was getting whipped at the border though. I didn't say I didn't believe it. I just said I didn't hear about it. And I'm I'm gonna put this off in the link too. Look at them. This is they count. When you looked at the other people count, they was in a like a gym like facility. These people outside, outside, bruh. Oh my god! Ain't, ain't, ain't he? Ain't he telling his ass to get back, get back? And he's on a fucking horse, like just like back in the day, bruh. So. <laughs> They they ain't talking about the same thing, bruh. That's in America? Yeah, this is at the Texas border. So they ain't talking about the same people? Giving $450,000 to? These is not the same people that they about to give $450,000 to. But 
Yeah. That's so fucked up. That's what I'm saying. Have that same energy. If you're going to let one group of people, if you're going to let one group of refugees in, let the other ones in too. Then one of them, you flew them all the way from another country here. On our planes. U.S. planes, bruh. <laughs> so I'm just saying, that's that's. Should be a little shiesty, feisty, but whatever. You know, we just gonna go ahead and end that one because that that kind of pisses me off a little bit. But in other news, I know I'm pretty late to the party with this one. Cal Cal Rittenhouse. I don't know, you guys. Um, pretty much during the BLM um marches with the George Floyd thing. He was the 17-year-old. I think at the time he was 17. He's the 17-year-old boy that um, shot three protesters. He was um, reported as um, helping out business owners, trying to protect the businesses. Nobody asked him to protect their business. He just went out there to protect. Was he that one that there was a there was a video of him getting his ass beat? Mm-hmm. 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 Mm. Yeah. Yep. So if y'all didn't remember, um, let me just read a little excerpt from Times. Um, a teenager who walked among protesters in Kenosha, Wisconsin, carrying a military style semi automatic rifle was arrested and faces charges of first degree intentional homicide in connection with shooting that left two people dead on Tuesday night. And this happened like two years ago with the George Floyd. No, this, oh, well, this was uploaded last year. No, two, no, this was two years ago. It's just updated this year though. Um, and yeah, he was 17 at the, at the time. And he appeared on multiple videos taken throughout the night by protesters and bystanders who, um, chronicled the event as peaceful protests gave way to chaos with demonstrators, armed civilians, and others facing off against one another and the police in the darkened street. So, yeah. Cal Rittenhouse was that guy that ended up getting his ass beat and uh, protested, and then he ended up shooting. And things are actually looking what legal experts say pretty good for him, a.k.a. he about to get off. Wow. Yeah. Wasn't he illegally carrying too? He wasn't even old enough. Yeah, he was seventeen at the time. It, like you can carry a, a rifle style gun, but that's only for hunting. You can't carry it out in the street. But was the gun his, and was it registered to him? Yeah, I heard Did a he lot have of funny, a carry yeah, license I, to carry. You know, yeah, license. I, yeah, like, I heard a lot of funny style about that. Um, about that, it the gun wasn't registered to him or something. I don't know, but I'm specific, that's murder. But I'm specifically really mad because he about to get off. Yeah. Like, let me just read this from AP. Let me see, AP. I don't know, APnews.com. You have people like um, I forgot her last name, but Cynthia, who literally killed her rapist and, and she spent, her pimp and she damn near and, spent the, her whole she, life yeah. in jail from the time she was a basically so, a teenager a young teenager like 13 all the way up to she was like 27 years old or some shit like mm-hmm. that she was yeah. in the breakfast club too and actually kim kardashian got her off yeah yeah that's why i don't even get mad at kim kardashian anymore she can do whatever she wants she can black people out of jail that will unlawfully put off in there I'm riding with her. Sex tape or not. <laughs> girl, she probably showed them showed them ass and titties. Go ahead, girl. Do I what you want to see them uh, fake ass titties and mm-hmm. ass. Do what you gotta do. But um She look like a pee. <laughs> but here's an excerpt from AP with the whole um and how his trial is looking. While Cal Rittenhouse goes on trial Monday for shooting three men during street protests in Wisconsin that followed the police shooting of Jacob Blake last summer, he argued that he fired in self-defense. Legal experts say under Wisconsin law, he has a strong case. What's left clear is whether prosecutors will be able to persuade the jury that Rittenhouse created a deadly situation by showing up in Kenosha. So he wasn't even in his own city. 
Wow. He wasn't even in his own. He flew or mm-hmm. r- drove to be in the midst of something that did not even involve him. He created the threat. <laughs> and then he's going to claim <laughs> self-defense That's in like, the threat you created? But I could have sworn that, like, okay, if somebody go to your house, then you can only claim self-defense. So it's like, bro, you went out of the city. You wasn't even in your hometown. <sighs> You wasn't even in your hometown. As he's from Illinois. He's from, uh, from what I read, he's from Illinois. So you went from Illinois to Wisconsin. Are those the same states or Mm-mm. cities or nothing? No. Chicago, Wisconsin, right? <laughs> Chicago, mm. Illinois. Yeah, sh- no, and I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying. Kenosha, Wisconsin. Okay, so what's the, the state is Wisconsin <laughs> the and the state of, is Chicago. No, Illinois. Illinois. <laughs> Chicago's the city okay. in Illinois. <laughs> okay, so he, how far is that, bro? <laughs> how far away uh, is that, it's bro? It's not too far, but let I don't, me see. Man, if it's like I'm going from Dallas to Houston, then uh, he, he got to get locked up, bro. He got to do some time, bro. How far is that? I gotta know, but why you figure it out? Is he? He's from Chicago. He's from Illinois. I don't know where though. Well, from Chicago to Kenosha, it's an hour and thirty three minutes. Oh, so basically, he went from Dallas to Fort Worth. No, I would say from Dallas to a little bit further than Oklahoma. A little bit. Okay, so no, not, Fort Worth is only like it maybe an hour. Yeah, it's an hour. That's so an hour ba- and thirty. So minutes. basically, he went from Dallas to Granbury, pretty much. <laughs> Wait a minute, he went to Dallas for, to Sherman, no, to Waco. So yeah. he went to Dallas, Dallas to, Waco. to Waco. So yeah. he drove from Dallas to Waco. If you in Dallas, that's how about how far it is. <laughs> Would you go to another? Would you go from Dallas to Waco to go protect the Waco businesses? Nope. So uh, he had intentions of being a f- little bitch. Being a martyr. Yeah. He basically. had intentions. I think, uh, God, it's really pissing me off just knowing that he's probably going to get off. Yeah, he's definitely because he's get white. Off. He and he probably off. got a good lawyer. Oh, but yeah. Hopefully. Somebody probably did it. Um, who, Barbe- uh, um, Barbano. So, yeah, Barbano. pro bono. Pro bono. <laughs> Somebody probably did it Barbados. <laughs> Somebody did it Chile. <laughs> Just saying words. Not even making them, anyway. not even making sense no more. Burrito. They probably did it for burrito. What you say? <laughs> okay, so um who exactly is it like against? Like, you know how when they say it's, you know, Kyle Rittenhouse against versus who is he versus? Ugh, the the family it, the family that he killed or the state or what? Because I want to know who the defendant is. I have to look into that, but I ain't even got to really honestly look into that. Because, because I want to know who is the lawyer for the defendant. Because that person needs to be like, no, no. He incited violence. He specifically went there with intent. The only thing that I would because they they whooped up on him first. That that's the only reason why he's claiming self defense because the video does show them whooping up on him. But I heard that it's because he lifted his gun and pointed it at the crowd. So I don't know. I mean, the story was so. Hopefully, long. there are some street cameras that get. Oh no no no! Because this is part of the agenda. This is part of the agenda. This is part of the, you know, white supremacy system is that when black people go out to go defend themselves, Otho Wallace, which was sitting in his car in front of his apartment, not doing anything, and the police roll up on him, Mm -hmm. and now he's in jail right now for basically defending himself. Actually, his mom hit me up. And told me thank you for protecting my son, because Otha Wallace, yeah, Otha, his mom, yeah, she hit me up on um, she DM'd me, and was like, and she'd seen the clip of where I was saying that hey, he didn't do anything. He was sitting in front of his house. That's like me sitting out there like I always do. You know how black people is. We always just sit in our car for some reason after work. <laughs> we just can't. Yeah, help it. Why do you make everything like? Because you know how black people do. Because y'all copy like, us a lot. So, 
You act like other people don't just sit in their car. Like, that's a specifically a black person thing to do. Oh, okay. So, you know how people just sit in their car and after work, they just like, damn, today been a fucking hard day. I don't do day. that. I do not do See, that. See, and you white. See, told you. Black person thing. <laughs> black person I don't, thing. I don't do that because I want to hurry up and get in the house and sit on my couch. Well, there we go. I mean, sometimes it just be so hard at her for black people that we just got to sit in the car. No, we are, that's just a you are, thing. No, 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 that's bro. That's just a you no, thing. No, I'm going to put a poll up and I'm going to say, how many people just sit in their car and okay. watch mad black people be like me? Okay. <laughs> All right, listeners. If you're white and you just sit in your car, let us know. If you're black and you don't sit in your car, let us know. Watch, you're going to be mad white people that's like, no, nah, I just go and sit on my couch. Let us know. <laughs> is it is it a black and white issue to sit in your car? Maybe. We got to know. know. Yeah, maybe. But let me just read the rest of this because I really want to get this out so people can get the whole clarity of the situation. Okay, so when Cal Renahal goes on trial Monday for shooting three men during street protests in Wisconsin that followed the police shooting of Jake, Jacob Blake last summer, he argued that he fired in self-defense. Legal experts say under Wisconsin law, he has a strong case. What's left clear is whether prosecutors will be able to prosecute, persuade the jury that Renahal created a deadly situation by showing up in Kenosha with an AR semi-automatic rifle, and that in doing so, he forfeited his claim to self-defense. Mm-hmm. Rittenhouse, 18 of Antioch, Antichoke, whatever, Illinois, faces six counts, including homicide charges in the August 25th, 2020 death of Joseph Rosenbaum and Anthony Hubbard, and he could face life in prison if convicted of the most serious charge. Rittenhouse, then 17, was among people who traveled to Kenosha after calls went out on social media to come bearing weapons to protect the city from damages, from damaging protests that followed a white police officer shooting Blake, a black man, in the, in the back of August the 23rd. A prosecutor later cleared the officer, ruling that Blake was turning towards the officer with a knife. So... I just want to know, how is it self-defense when you're the one with the gun? Nobody else had a weapon. Yeah, I think they were beating them up with skateboards and shit. (laughs) Which I ain't even going to lie, that shit had me rolling when they were whooping his ass with that skateboard. (laughs) Mm. Like, bro, how you get whooped up on with a skateboard? Wait a minute. Uh, Hold on. No, the video of that guy... Getting beat by protesters. That was in Dallas. No, 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 no. This is, I'm talking about the one in what? But there was one in Dallas too, right? It was one in Dallas, but he later came back on Twitter and he told the truth that, hey, they wasn't just beating up on me to be beating up on me. I was trying to protect businesses and I got my ass whipped. Pretty much the same thing happened. Yeah, but this dude had a gun and that dude was just on some. That dude had a knife though, didn't he? he? Yeah, he had a knife. Yeah, he had a knife and he was swinging it at people. Yeah, and then, you know, these these Texas Dallas protesters, they just whooped up on them. (laughs) Come in. (laughs) Hey. Yeah, but they just whooped up on them, so eh, it is what it is. Oh wow! So yeah, it's looking pretty. I it's I I'm hoping that it's looking pretty good in our defense that he takes his ass to jail and just serves his time like any other black person I would. Think, I think they're probably going to you know like give him a lighter sentence, but I think he should still. Be but reprimanded no, for what he did. No, I don't think that you give him no lighter sentence. I think that you just go ahead and do it for life because guess what? I, because guess what? You know who else got a really lengthy sentence and then ended up um it getting turned over? Who was that? They killed Botham Jean. Who was that cop that killed Botham Jean? I forgot her name. Yeah, Amber. Amber Geisenhower or whatever. A, a, yeah, Amber Geiser. Now she, she about to get ready to get out. Mm. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Well, I'm just giving them these slider sentences. If if anything, they're probably, so that they can at least get him on something, they're probably going to make a deal with him. Yeah, and then guess what? He's going to serve five fucking years, and then he'll be out in the streets again. Hopefully not to do anything else, but you you already know how it go in this system. 
So, yeah. Let's get to some Netflix shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've been watching Dynasty, which is really good. What is that about? Um, It's about this really, really dysfunctional wealthy family. Oh, like it's all, all the wealthy, dysfunctional family. It is a lot of drama. Trump's family? A lot of drama. <laughs> You're watching Trump's family? <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, no, it, it's... It, it is. They are he likes truly, touching on his daughter's tits and shit. Ugh, <laughs> Remember he said that wild shit? Him, if his daughter if, wasn't his daughter, he would be with her. Yeah. I was like, whoa. <laughs> what a weird thing to say. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what can you expect, though? Yeah, he's an old-ass white man. They're all creepy like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you seen the video of Biden? Yeah. Just touching on little girls out in the open. And I'm like, he's doing this in the public eye right in front of the kids' parents. Imagine what he's doing behind closed doors. Now, hey, in his defense. Mm-mm. No. No, hear Mm-mm. me out. Nope. In, in his nope. De- hold up, hold up. Because you know that I'm all for a child. <laughs> now, in, in his, his defense, what? In his defense, he is a robot. Oh my god! So it's not really him touching them, <laughs> kind of oh like god. when your phone falls on your titty. Same no, thing. <laughs> no, no. Anyway, same shit. Anyway, yeah, Dynasty is um about the Carringtons. They own a business, and um, yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it, you ain't got a, too far a, into it yet. It, I mean, I'm almost on season two. There's five seasons. They have 22 episodes each season. It's really good. Um, uh, you know, the family. It, it's like the mom ran off and left the two kids with the dad. So the dad's been raising them in their little mansion, and then he gets a wife and. He makes her the COO, which the daughter thought she was going to be. So then she gets all mad and, and goes and makes her own company that's a rival of her dad's company. And then the son has his issues with, you know, drugs and he's gay. And <laughs> yeah, they and always got to throw that gay season in there. So do he even got a storyline, man? Yeah, yeah, he has a really good storyline. <laughs> and he's. Um, running for uh, some political position. So, yeah. Mm. What have you been watching? Well, recently, I just I just finished up two things. I, I don't have anything else to watch, honestly. If you guys can point me in the direction of some stuff, then that'd be great. You. No, I ain't watching that. Um, Why? Um, I've watched um, Unstable. Unnatural selection. It came out in 2019. I'm actually really mad that I just came up on this series because it talks about gene editing. Um, and I got some notes here because I wanted to be I wanted to be factual. But um it's about gene editing and biohackers and about the corporation about corporations capitalizing off of the system not not so much that but it's just like um basically about biohackers trying to give this information out it's a documentary these are real people it's not like some made-up tv show or Mm -hmm. anything like that but it's about real people going through real um genetic problems like you know losing your eyesight at a very early age spinal um bifida yeah and stuff like that and these biohackers are basically trying to get this this gene editing out to the public but gene editing right now is so taboo because for now right now it's just like scientists that's when you think about gene editing you think about scientists doing that you don't think about some nigga in their backyard or in a shed you know it got some test tubes and some needles and all this stuff and some you know, uh, scientific equipment, gene editing, you know, in their backyard or their kitchen or whatever. But apparently it's super easy and you can learn it like that. And, Mm. you know, they're trying to get this information out to people now because they're saying that, hey, this is going to happen whether y'all like it or not. 
And we'd rather you guys have the knowledge and the information about it to do it yourselves rather than letting big corporations capitalize off of it and then making you pay hundreds and thousands of dollars. That's why one of the reasons why things like insulin is so high because mm-hmm. we don't have the equipment or the knowledge to make it ourselves. So that's why they can have crony capitalism and make a shot of insulin, $500 yeah. because we don't have that knowledge. Well, that's the same thing with, uh, they're doing that with medicine. Well, this is the same thing with gene editing. So, so how do you, they're teaching people how to do. Yeah. Like this dude. This na- yeah. This dude named, um, Josiah Zayner. Yeah. He, he's a biohacker and he, he like, I think he worked for NASA and then he quit and then he started trying to get gene editing out and everything. I think he was like doing a whole bunch of press about it and everything. And he was real big, I guess, back in the day or whatever, because he was fighting for this reasoning, you know, and Mm. how he wants this information to get out. And, you know, it really made me think like you, when we think about things like tyranny and things like them corrupting the system, we think about politics. We never think about science, how science itself have become this tyrannic system as well because they capitalize off the medicines that we very well need when, in fact, they the ones who created the whole catastrophe in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like the FDA approving things like sugar to be in almost pretty much everything that you everything. eat. I picked up a package of sausage one time. And it said that it had sugar in it. And I was like, wait a minute, why do um sausage got sugar in it, though? Baby formula has sugar in it. Yeah. If that doesn't prove to you that there is an agenda to get people addicted to sugar, I don't know what is. Because why is there sugar in baby formula? Yeah. And most people say it's not sugar. Anything with C-O-S-E at the end of it, coast. Mm-hmm. So glucose. Um, fructose. Yeah, fructose. Anything with that toast on the end of it, that's sugar, folks. And the only reason why you can say sugar-free is because it's not sugar. It's not white sugar. It's not Mm -hmm. processed sugar. It's still sugar. Yeah, it's a different form of sugar. So it's just saying that it's not this sugar, but under the FDA law, we can slide in this sugar. So, like, back to my point is that we don't think about something like science being tyrannical. We only think about that in politics and, you know, money and stuff like that. So um, just think about how they, I feel like they don't want gene editing out because it's, it's going to be a multi, it's already a multi-billion dollar thing. I mean, CRISPR, they've already been doing it, you know, themselves. And, if we, the people, found out how to do that, then we don't need them. Just like if we knew how to make our own insulin, we wouldn't need them. If we knew how to, you know, um, cure AIDS ourselves, we wouldn't need them. So their whole multi-billion dollar pharmaceutical company would fall because we would be able to repair ourselves with gene editing, bro. <laughs> so, um... I just want to read, um, speaking of Netflix, there's a, um, well, I guess they took it off Netflix. What? But there was a, a documentary called Fed Up that talks about, oh, it is very informative, very eye-opening, and that's how I found out that sugar was in um, baby formula and, and how it's... Uh, there's this agenda to get Americans addicted to sugar from an early age because of this uh, this documentary. It was on Netflix, but of course they, they took, took it, it off. Of course they took it off because they don't want us to be informed. Just like they don't want us to be informed about the medications. Like, oh my God, I think episode two. It was about this one one guy. I don't I don't remember his name or anything. Everybody, please go look at that. Um, that that documentary un unnatural selection because on episode two it was about this guy that have like 
spina bifida, but it's like severe. It's like to the point where he can't do nothing. Like he even slobbers. Like he had a little bit of function in his hands. And that's all he does all day. It's like play video games and talk shit. Mm. He's really he's a really funny guy. But I have a friend who has spina bifida. But I mean, it's like not spina bifida. I don't think it's spina bifida. It's like the Stephen Hawkins like disease where it's like uh, you gotta like type and shit. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what the disease is called. <laughs> but no, no, no. Serious on a serious tip. And it was this um, medication um, that he needed. That cost one two hundred thousand dollars a shot for one treatment, and then one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars to maintenance the the shot after that. And we don't know how many years you're gonna be on this, bro. Most people don't even make fifty thousand dollars a year, and you're talking about two hundred thousand dollars for one shot. Wow. That's the type of shit that Josiah was talking about yeah. because we're late in the game of medicine, but we're, we, but gene editing is on the cusp. That's the shit we need to be learning right now. And actually he had, um, in the documentary, he had a gene editing package. It's nothing too crazy. It was just like, you could grow like bigger muscles or something just to edit your genes on just little stuff, you know? And, if so it, how do you do it? I, I don't know because I don't have, have a package, bro. Yeah, I don't have a package. Stephen Hawking had ALS. Oh, okay, ALS. So, yeah, I don't have a package, but he was selling packages to, you know, um, do like a mini type of, kind of like an easy bake oven way of doing gene editing. Wow. Just so that you can see how, yeah, how easy it is to do it. And if you pick up on it now, like it ain't nothing too crazy, like I said. Like I said, easy bake oven type shit. But it, he's saying, like, if you can do it, then just it'll open your eyes to all the rest of the gene editing that you could do yourself. It mm -hmm. was this one guy on there that was breeding dogs, and he was trying to make one of the dogs glow in the dark because he wanted to. Sorry, y'all. If y'all heard that, it's because these niggas out here mowing the grass and shit. I want to know, though. What kind of long-term effects does this have? And that's where I was getting to because the other side of this is, yeah, everybody can know how to do this, but it's always going to be that one dude that's like, I just want to rule the world and then just start messing up everybody. So No, I'm it, just saying that, like, okay, like, let's say we did start doing, you know, like gene mutation and – you know, you're doing it on yourself. Gene editing, not gene mutation. Same thing. Mm -mm. Yeah. Gene mute. That's why you're doing gene med gene editing because one of your genes is mutated. So, like, what are the long-term effects that it has on you that you're messing with your genes? Like you said in the beginning, there was people dying. People going blind. No, no, no. Okay, it was already someone that was going blind. It was a little boy in the first episode. Oh, he episode. was going blind, yeah, and then they reversed yeah, it. Yeah, because oh. he had, like, a disease with his eyes or something. And um, they ah. did, they went in and did gene editing. But this was, like, professionals that did it, not biohackers. But it's it's a fight between who can we call a scientist? If it works, it works. Whether you're a PA, whether you have a PhD or not, if it works, it works. I mean, how many times have you gotten your car fixed from a nigga that just knows cars because he watched his dad do cars and that dude watched his dad do cars versus someone that goes to someone like TI University or something to go get their like certification to go be a mechanic? If you fixed my car, you fixed my car. So it's the same thing with science. If it works, it works. Who cares if you have a piece of paper that told you that, oh, it works, or, oh, you can you can practice this because you have a piece of paper and you can't because you learned it on YouTube or you learned it from somebody that had the knowledge and just passed it down. So that's what the whole fight is about, what's ethical and what's not, according to who has this certification and who doesn't. But um, I, it does bring questions because it's like, let's not get it twisted. We're all humans. 
you know, who's to say that I don't cook up some concoction because I'm mad at my girlfriend and, you know, shoot her up with it. And now she she limping around the house and she don't know why. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that and would that, be super fucked yeah, up. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, in, in a sense, we do need the government to regulate. But at the same time, we don't need them to regulate it so much that they they're the only one that can capitalize off right. of it. Yeah. And how do we get there? How do we come to a happy medium with government to regulate this thing right, but not some super evil genius that has Hitler bloodline in him and he wants to make a whole Aryan race? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But um crazy. Fed up is on Tubi and Amazon Prime for free. <laughs> That was so random. I've been waiting to say that. What the hell, man? <laughs> but another thing, and that's... And... Joe, Jonas Stalk was the guy. That's the guy that I was trying to tell you about in the car. Jon, Jonas Stalk. He's the guy that um, cured polio. And he didn't have a patent on it. They asked him specifically why didn't you put a patent on this and his response was because this is for the world i shouldn't be the sole owner of something that cures the world that's when science was real bro that's when you could but that's when you didn't have a problem going in to go take a shot that somebody said worked now who got a patent on the new shot that's out I ain't going to say no names because they already took off my last video. So I'm going to end it yeah. right there, bro. I'm going to end it right there. But, yes, this is going to be the episode right here. Y'all going to get this tomorrow, hopefully. <laughs> no, no, no. You guys are definitely going to get it tomorrow. It's just I got to edit a bunch of stuff off into it, the videos and stuff like that. But you guys can reach me on an hour with Crowder at Facebook and Instagram. Crowder the Great on Twitter. And go check out some of my episodes. And uh, Heather, she's going to be dropping in from time to time. She don't want to be on camera. Mm, so it's going to be solo dolo from here on out until she feels Maybe. comfortable. Comfortable. <laughs> Whatever that means. Because people going to talk whether they like you or not. I mean, people talk about Beyonce. She's one of the most beautiful people here on this earth. Yeah. Whatever. All right, we out.